0: to another episode of the Nebulous Entertainment Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about narrative. Um, our goals moving forward with Project Night Owl being a second side project. I think this is the first time Eric and I have been back in the saddle together in a couple weeks. I think it's been it has. four episodes, four episodes ago. Um, so yeah, we're going to get back into the swing of things here. Uh, So, it's going to be more, I would say, more creative, more Eric-heavy tonight, discussing the game development, but I'm sure I will have some input somewhere.
1: So, Mr. Lund, would you like to take (laughs) it away? Sure. So, uh, you know, we've talked about, in the past, just game development and the pipeline, and it takes a long time to develop a game, as pretty much any developer will tell you, so an issue and a, uh, a question we're constantly seeming to ask is how can we continue to maintain outputting creative content while a game is in a stage where it's, you know, nothing to show, you know, while you're working on game design documents or preliminary engine setup or anything like that. Um, so with that, we started to look at expanding our creative roster. And with the first IP we have, with Stormward sales is in, and this Project Aurora will be in, those all revolve, all those stories revolve around certain characters and a certain environment and just a cohesive world. And we wanted to create something new and different. And for that, uh, we dreamt up what we're calling Project Night Owl. And that is all new characters, new stories, new worlds. And I think that that's a good way for us to, um, sort of just expand on, like, flushing out our skill sets and, you know, getting more creatively skilled for lack of using the same word twice. (laughs) So yeah. Any thoughts on that, Cam? Like what, what, is like something that you see as a benefit of fleshing out more IPs.
0: We don't lose our mind over one. <laughs> I think that's. I mean. I mean, we are losing our minds. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm I'm sitting here. I can't even think right now on this podcast. Today's been a. Today's been a day. Um, but having the, you know, having the the freedom, and I, I think the fact that like we're able to expand our outreach from one IP that looks one, uh, looks one creative way to a second IP that looks like almost the opposite. I would say, you know, it's, it's pretty different. Um, this, like the sky then becomes the limit for what we can create in terms of aesthetics. Right. And Mm -hmm. they're not gonna per se, you know, maybe flow into one another because they are so different. Um, But it helps reach a different audience while, you know, if we play it correctly, we'll be able to reach a different audience while being able to bring over, you know, the audience of the phone that we've had from the first IP into the second one, right? So it it doesn't, it broadens our scope and doesn't necessarily limit what we're capable of. But I will say with that, like, it's not always, you know, a good thing to, to do more than what you're capable of uh, because it is a struggle like game development in a whole is a struggle so like staying in your lane is definitely a good place to start but experimenting outside of that i would also say um is going to be very beneficial because you might find skills you might find stories or adventures or genres that you enjoy more because you were able to step outside of your comfort zone a little bit of what you're used to creating
1: definitely and um On that note, I think, you know, sort of the purpose of this next IP is to branch out and experiment with different means of storytelling. So instead of just being game-focused, you know, we're working on a few different ideas for ways we can get stories and experiences, essentially, out that people could uh, take part in earlier. You know, we're trying to figure out something that we can do that doesn't I would say impede our abilities to work on the current game that we're working on but it's just a way to explore like you said different stories and different genres to see what you know if if it lands um and I think it's it's a good thing for creative block for me specifically because it allows me to you know um With Stormward Sails and Project Aurora, there's a lot of tropical, It's a lot of bright vibrancy stuff, a lot of very cartoony. But with going into a different IP, I'm not locked to those design criteria. So I can, you know, I can do a dark story if I want. I can do something more mysterious or realistic or, you know, I think it just allows my brain to kind of shift out of that tropical cartoony gear and that lets it basically rest so when i come back to aurora you know whether it's a day later a couple hours later i can approach things with fresh eyes so and i think that's going to be the case for everybody you know with storytelling and you and i sort of bouncing story ideas off of one another for both of these i think it's been really great for both of us to go between the two because we can totally separate what we're doing and say, okay, now we're focusing on this one for a little bit. Let's have some ideas. And then we go back to Aurora and it's, oh, wouldn't it be neat if, you know, this character experienced this or whatever it would be. So right, I, mean, I think it's just beneficial.
0: It's, yes, it's hard to force a mood. So one of our IPs, like Eric was talking about, like super happy, super vibrant, just super colorful, right? Project Night Owl, given the name, already the aesthetics are gonna be a little bit darker. And this plays into the creative side heavily because like, think about like who you are as an individual and who you are as a person, right? Anything, with anything in life. Nobody is happy and colorful 24 seven. Everybody has their demons, they're fighting their skeletons, they're tired, they're worn out, like their mood shifts. And it happens. Right. So like my point to this is if you're sitting in a room where maybe it's raining out, you know, it's dark and windy and you had a bad day, it is going to be very hard for you to write and be creative on, you know, a a beach setting with you know waves crashing and it's a bright, sunny day and things are good. and, And you're trying to create for this environment that is so vibrant and so happy all the time. But you're in a dark place. Right. Um, so th- th- that's the point that, that I'm trying to make with like, it's hard to force a mood, Right. So like, we're, we're, but we're kind of at opposite spectrums with these projects. Uh, you know, and a lot of it, a lot of it comes down to like where Eric is mentally. And, and, you know, maybe the day he's having, maybe the mood, what it is outside. If, you know, if it's just a, a, a happy and bright day or a dark and stormy day, like Pennsylvania weather uh, adjusts pretty significantly, but it allows his creative shift Towards you know whatever he's feeling, so he's not he's not constantly mm-hmm. trying to be like as much as I would love everybody to be happy twenty four seven. If we're being realistic, it's just not going to happen, okay? So like it's gonna be, it's hard for Eric to write. It's I I'd be the same way. It'd be hard for me to write and produce for a, a happy go lucky story when I'm in a terrible place, you know, or the the mood and the aesthetic outside is very dark. So you know I'd rather write for that, and and maybe some of my best storytelling comes out, you know. For that dark aesthetic in the dark game in Project Night Owl, when I'm in that place. Right? Um, right. So, yeah.
1: I, I want to put a little asterisk on it. It's not, I just want to clarify, um, it's not like we're only working on Night Owl when we're having dark, crappy days. It is just uh, sort of a way to, like he's saying, it's just a way to allow yourself to be in whatever writing mood you feel. Well, you pull in.
0: inspiration, right? Like, inspiration yeah. comes from many things. It can come from your mood and how you're feeling, right? Um, so, yeah, to Eric's point, we do work on a bunch of different things, but, you know, if, you know, maybe we're having a bad day or something, and, like, the only thing that makes you feel better is diving into that story, that darker story, um, you know, and maybe creating something for Project Night Out That isn't as related to Stormwind sales, So, yeah. I, I think that sums it up pretty well. <laughs> I'm sure people listening. Yeah. I'm sure that they're the same way. You know, they're probably... Sit, yeah. sit there and think about it like right now. Like, okay, have you ever tried to force yourself, you know, in a dark place to write in a happy place or in a happy place to write in a dark place? Like, it's just... It's very difficult. Can it be done? Of course it can be done. Will it be your best work? I don't know. Maybe not. Um, you know, probably not. So just think about it, you know, that's, I would tell everybody to think about it because it flows both ways, right? Happy, sad, sad, happy, mad, angry. I don't know. There's a gazillion emoticons these days. What are you (laughs) feeling?
1: (laughs) Heart, heart, heart
0: shaped cat eyes or what? Uh, Who knows? I can't keep up with it all. Um, (laughs) But yeah, did did you have anything else that you want to discuss with Project Night Out?
1: No, I think we just want to like let people know that there are things going on uh, outside of Aurora. So you know, if they're not seeing a ton of updates on Aurora, it's not because it's not happening. It's just at a phase where there's a lot of back-end setting up going on. So we're trying to balance that out with you know to providing balance more it creative out. content.
0: You have built the community. Like it's just it's very difficult <laughs> like and it's, it it's just and it's hard to just get discovered and you know creating content is a full-time job it is a full-time job um you know it, it's there's a lot of talented people out there that just won't get found or will never get found and that's just because it's very hard to like catch a break and you know and, and to get yourself out there but you gotta post you gotta post uh, you know, I hate social media. Eric hates social media. I don't know if anybody on the Nebulous team actually likes social media, but we do it to get eyes on the Nebulos stuff because we're we're proud of the Nebulos stuff. But yeah, it's you know I guess along those lines, I mean, we the Patreon, right? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of updates uh, regarding Project Night Out and other content like Eric was saying. with project aurora and what we've been doing on our patreon page and that starts at literally one dollar a month to get access to all of the the daily dev journals and behind the scenes look at some projects um yeah man i think the patreon's done very well we do podcast early access we have obviously the dev journals do some pullings behind the scenes we're sending out artwork um Prints and postcards. So there's a lot going on. and um, I'm happy with where that's at content-wise. But yeah, we're getting better with that. So, Do you have anything else you'd like to add to this?
1: No. I think that about covered it.
0: Sweet, man. Well, we appreciate everybody taking the time to listen and or watch. If you'd like to support us, as mentioned, with game development, with these worlds that we're creating, you can do so on Patreon. $1 a month. That link will be in description below you can also follow us on social media if you'd rather just do that at nebulous underscore ent we have it all except for uh tiktok that's a whole other story Uh, if you want to (laughs) listen to that reason you can kind of go into we did an episode on building
1: community um and we dove a lot into tiktok as well so